Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and White Snake. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Ooh, that was a little bit of a deep cut. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least it's not here I go again. Right. No, I'm sure we'll hear uh, Pom Petty or Bob Seger. Or oh, it's all coming up. Coming all, up next. Yeah. All happening. Oh, uh, man, what a show today. You want to talk about a show. Of all the shows we do this week, this will be the second one. Uh, mm, I'm going to go with Thursday. But Thursday's going to be the second one? That means, no, oh, yeah. It'll, it'll be a show. It'll yes. be a show. It'll, it'll be, be the fourth one, one, probably. Yes, they're probably more promised because we've yeah. got two more days to prepare. But today, it's anyone's guess. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen on this show? This is like a barrel full of laughs every single day. That Especially is. when our intern comes in. Complaints coming in about him, by the way. I don't know if you've heard about that. Mo. Yes. Really? Yes. I'll be damned. Management handling complaints about our intern. <laughs> Go well, there figure. You. How about that? Yeah, at least it's uh, at least not complaining about we, us specifically. We can talk about that. Plus, I had a brush with greatness yesterday. That sounds good. It's five. Uh, I know. I left here, uh, I don't know, about 9.30 <laughs> or something. It's 5.36 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.53 and Rush with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Well, the rain is over. Had some heavy rains yesterday, and uh, that's going to spawn some high temperatures for the rest of the week and uh, the results of some cooling centers being put into play in Springfield and other locations. We'll get into that. But uh, suffice it to say, look out for the heat. Be prepared. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, J-Lo and Ben Affleck were already engaged, but their wedding still seemed like a spur-of-the-moment kind of thing. And according to a source, it's because Jennifer didn't want to give Ben a chance to skip out. Quote, hmm. Jennifer has already uh, been has been ready to get married since that night Ben proposed. She wanted to lock this down and remove any chance for cold feet ASAP. Wow. Uh, you know, I love a I love a good heartwarming story of a woman trapping a man. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> if he gets cold feet, isn't that a sign that this marriage might not work out? Yeah, what what makes her so desperate anyway? I mean, she could have anybody, right? She could have you. She could have you. Yeah. Well, can't have me. She wouldn't take us. Who knows? You gotta ask. She, you know, for all we know, she have she may have dug into the deepest parts of the well. You don't know what kind of quasi moto lookalike she's been dating. You have no idea. Well, uh, what about those rocks she got on her hands? Well, we <laughs> we don't stand a chance there, Steve. Maybe I shouldn't be fooled by those. Yeah. She's still Jenny from the block, right? Well, I, which points out the idea that maybe she is desperate, and she's just like any other guy or girl. Who's not sure of themselves? Maybe. I mean, really? She's got to trap him? They also mentioned that uh, Ben's 16-year-old daughter, Violet, uh, didn't attend the wedding because she's loyal to her mom, Jennifer Garner. Even though the uh, wedding was small, Ben and J-Lo are reportedly going to have a big party on Ben's property in Georgia within the next few weeks. A source said it'll be a two- or three-day affair Mm. with only family and close friends. Two or three day affair. Does that mean he's gonna bang the nanny again? I don't know. I don't know. But that's uh, a that's a shame. The uh, the daughter couldn't go. He uh, Jen turns uh, fifty three uh, this month. 50. Really? Yeah. So how old is he? He's like in his fifties too. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It doesn't say how old he is. It doesn't really matter. They're probably the same age. Probably. 
Uh, actress Miriam Margoyles. Do you know her? No, nope. I do not. Uh, she was in uh, she was in Harry Potter uh, as Professor Sprout. But back in 1999, she was in a horror flick, End of Days, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and she didn't really enjoy it. She says, quote, Arnold passed wind in my face. Now, of course, I pass wind, but I don't do it in other people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. It was not on film. It was one one of the pauses, but I have Hmm. never forgiven him for it. If I'm not mistaken, steroids make you very flatulent. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I mean, when I was doing them. Yeah. I was lighting them up all over the place. So do uh, cheap burritos from Dollar General. You're damn right about yeah. that, yeah. So, I mean, uh, he, he could have been going either way with that. I don't think it might have been the steroids with him. Uh, by the way, Jennifer Lopez is three years older than Ben Affleck. Ooh. Wow, robbing the cradle, Just is check. he, huh? about that? Uh, Rob Zombie's Munsters movie is heading straight to Netflix, which is also the home of the Adams Family series, Wednesday. The original Munsters and Adams Family ran against each other on network TV from 1964 to 1966. Again, with the can't come up with new ideas, let's uh, rehash this old TV show from 50 years ago. I think the real question here is, why are we still allowing Rob Zombie uh, to produce things like this? I have no idea. Well, I guess he's really good at that. He lives down in Connecticut, by the way. Yeah, I know. But, uh, Did he go to the Washington Inn or whatever the hell you went to yesterday? The George Washington Tavern. George Washington Tavern. Because you said there were celebrities there. Right? I would think he's been there because he lives in that general vicinity. What about Jiggy's? Has he ever been to Jiggy's? Don't that's, know. A, that's a nice place. Where's Jiggy's? Oh, yeah. Right there in Enfield. Oh yeah, it's right near your house. Oh yes, I've been to Jiggy's. Duh. You've been to Jiggy's. I have. Yes. Yeah, Look at that. Yeah. I forgot the name of the right place. A, right across the street from uh, from Bookend. Yes, I, I met- mean that's like your, that's like a. Kill two birds with one stone in that neighborhood. Met some college buddies there, had a beer and a, a dinner one night, watched some tube. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Making great. yourself at home. Yes. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is going after Rocky producer Erwin Winkler for hoarding the rights to the franchise. On Saturday, he posted a picture of Winkler with his head on a snake's body <laughs> and a knife blade coming out of his mouth like a tongue. He said, quote, I really like to have at least little what's left of my rights back. Before passing it on to your uh, children, I believe that would be fair gesture from this 91-year-old gentleman. Hmm. This is a painful subject that eats my soul because I want to leave something of Rocky for my children. Then yesterday, he posted a picture of Winkler and his family as vampires and said, quote, We're very happy the family is staying healthy and very bloody well fed off the Italian stallion while cloning on rocket phones for 50 years about appetite. Who is that? Sliced Stallone. You didn't oh, pick that up? No, I did. That's uncanny. It doesn't even matter what he said because, you know. <laughs> we can't understand a thing he says. Well, I don't know. Would he lose the rights to Rocky? Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Probably sold it like uh, like Bob Dylan selling off his music. Uh, Maya Hawk from Stranger Things has a new song out called Terrace, and the video involves an orgy in the woods that gets broken up by the police. It contains lots of nudity and sexual content. Oh, sounds Those like are a, some of my favorite things. That sounds like a good episode of Stranger Things I'd like to watch. Uh, there's going to be a class about Harry Styles and his cultural impact next spring at Texas State University. Students will study his music and movies and create their own podcast. What took so long? Well, I mean, usually when those things are about one thing, they're actually about many different things. It's just one of those 
It's, oh, hey, uh, you should sign up for this class because we have something that relates to the youngins. And Texas State University sounds fake to me. I know there's University of Texas at Austin, which is a very good public school. Texas State sounds fake. Sounds like one of those made-up things. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's it's a, a good, it's a legitimate It's university. where everybody else goes. Okay. Uh, Marin Morris's mom found her American Idol audition ticket from 2007, so Marin posted a photo of it online yesterday. She wrote, I didn't make it past the first round cattle call, so this feels like the equivalent of your mom saying, of your mom saving your 10th place trophy. Hmm. Which is kind of true. That's a participation trophy at 10th place. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. At Leo Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm sure you are very much aware, tonight is the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, the mid-season classic. All the best overpaid players in baseball will be on hand to show off their impressive arsenal of astonishing talents against all the other All-Stars who were chosen for the very same reason. And boy, you can almost feel the excitement as the American League looks to secure their ninth straight defeat over the National League All-Stars. Sounds exciting, right? You bet it does. But how does it sound next to tonight's episode of Celebrity Family Feud on ABC? That's going to be a pretty tough call on that one. It's also a new episode of America's Got Talent. And I should point out, uh, the All-Star Game may keep me away from all of my favorite shows on Bravo. Nevertheless, there are some formatic changes that have been added to the All-Star Game tonight that you might not want to miss. According to a new set of guidelines written during the Major League lockout, in the event that the All-Star game is tied at nine innings of grueling play, the winner of the game will no longer be decided during extra innings. Instead, the new format states that in the case of a ninth inning tie, the winner will be determined by a home run derby, just like the one they had last night. Except this one would actually mean something as I try to end tonight's meaningless exhibition. In this new format, three players from each team will determine the outcome by trying to smash as many dingers as possible with three swings apiece. The team with the most home runs after that wins the All-Star game. If things are still tied after that, they'll do it all over again. And if that doesn't do it, they'll do it one more time. Now, under normal circumstances, I would say this is a really stupid idea. To me, it cheapens the outcome of a game that is already uh, doesn't matter anyway. Add one more meaningless layer to it almost makes something that's virtually unwatchable even less watchable, which is why it'll be such a great success. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Eli at the South Hadley Rockies is a steel train expert. Those orange and white chainsaws that all the pros use. And then Eli is also a grill master. This guy is like a renaissance dude. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's about 614 and Billy Idol with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be, uh, oh man, it's going to be friggin' hot today. Mm-hmm. Like super hot. Yep. Sunny, humid, muggy, high of 90. Uh, tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 96. Temperatures could feel the heat index 
110. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Live like that. It's, uh, it's a beautiful 70 right now in downtown Springfield. It was raining yesterday, but uh, the bright spot was I got to meet the goat. Shake hands with the goat. <sighs> Tom Brady? You went to a petting zoo again? Neither. I met the greatest football coach of all time yesterday. Vince Lombardi? No, I think he's dead. Bill Belichick. Newt Rockney. Yeah, I met Bill Belichick yesterday. Uh, Tom Landry? Yeah. Steve got it already. What was it? Bill Belichick. I'm sorry, I'm not aware of his work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who he is. You met Bill Belichick? Yeah, so I'm at the... Are, the did you meet Bill Belichick, or are you just saying you met Bill Belichick? I met Bill Belichick yesterday. So I go to the memorial service for Springfield College and Wesleyan University icon and legend Terry Jackson, who was my soccer coach at Wesleyan, was an All-American at Springfield College, and won the national championship with the Springfield College soccer team in 1957. Sadly, passed away recently. He was my coach and coached Wesley in soccer and lacrosse for 30 or 40 years. And so yesterday, the memorial service for Terry Jackson. I walk into the chapel at Wesleyan University. The first person I see is the Wesleyan athletic director, Mike Whalen, who was a classmate of mine at Wesleyan. And he's standing next to the greatest coach in NFL history. Bill Jackson. No. Again, Steve got the correct answer already. It's Bill Belichick. Chuck Knoll. He's pretty good. Mm. I think he might be passed mm. away mm. as well. So in any case, I go up to Mike Whalen, classmate of mine. I say, hey, Mike, Dave Coombs, just, you know, I haven't seen him for like 40 years. So, you know, I reintroduce myself to him. Right. Bel Belichick, hey, Dave. Did he remember you? Who? Mike Whalen? Yeah. I don't know. From the look on his face, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so anyway, and then Belichick standing there, hey, Dave, how are you? And he shakes hands with me as well. That's pick, it. That's pick. the extent of my meeting with Bill Belichick, but I shook hands with the greatest coach of all time yesterday. Pixar didn't happen. I know. Wait, how, how, do you do, how do you do that at a memorial service? Oh, hey, Bill, let me do a selfie with us Why here. Not? At the, Wait, the, why not? At the memorial service. Who cares? You're I mean, never going to see these people again. What do you care <laughs> if, you, if you insult somebody <laughs> by taking a selfie? It's Bill Belichick, for God's sake. The greatest coach of all time. You sure it's not Don Shula? Again, I think he's not with us anymore. This guy that I saw yesterday was actually among the living. And by the way, I had turned off my cell phone in honor of oh the ceremony that was oh about God. to take place. Listen, it's 2022. Yeah. We don't turn off our cell Everybody's phones. Everybody's got cell phones on. Yeah, even when they tell you to turn off your yeah. cell phone, you know what you do? You pretend to touch the button. And you, 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 it looks like it, you, you, you like, close the screen, but you're not turning anything like, off. It's like when you're on a plane and yeah. they tell you to put your plane in airplane mode. Right? Nobody's putting their plane in airplane mode. Dave, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because I, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to loosely believe your story. Mm -hmm. But unless there's photographic evidence that you were hanging, <laughs> rubbing elbows with Bill Belichick, that would be like me saying I once had sex with Morgan Fairchild. I, I mean, well, unless there's proof. I realized that, and I realized all of that at the time when I. Shook hands with him briefly and had yeah. that exchange, and yet I couldn't bring myself to break the rules, the unwritten rules of a memorial service. Is it wrong to take funeral selfies? It's uh, a good question. I don't know. Didn't Obama do it at uh, Nelson Mandela's funeral and everybody flipped out? I believe he. I believe he and did. It kind of came the norm. Like yes, everybody's the, taking f selfies now. But now he's got a lifetime of memories, doesn't he? He does. All he's right. got that selfie that he took. Right. With, I don't even know who he was sitting there. I think he was. Si wasn't it like George Bush or something? He was sitting next to somebody at the funeral, and yes. they were like taking selfies. And there are other questions I had about etiquette at a memorial service. And again, it's a memorial service, not a funeral per se, because they had the memorial service. They already had a funeral for the family. This was just for the public. And then there was a luncheon afterward, which Bill Belichick did not attend, by the way. 
The rest of us did. Well, maybe, and, maybe he eats. Uh, maybe he was fasting. Yeah, he looks actually he looks fit. Bill Belichick looking sure. looking pretty good here in the off season. Uh, so anyway, I was wondering about you know what kind of attire to wear for that kind of thing. You know, is it is business casual? Okay, because that's what I want. I want yeah, khakis and a and a and a black golf shirt, and that's it. Was was I supposed to wear a suit to a memorial service, or was that okay? No, I think that's okay. I figured no shorts. I figured that was the only thing. Shorts no, would have been uh, would have been wrong. Maybe right. there was a. Uh, those sweatpants where it says juicy on the back, that probably wouldn't have been uh, appropriate either. How'd you know I had juicy couture sweatpants? Just a guess. Okay. In any Just case... Just a wild <laughs> guess off the top of my head. <laughs> it, w- it was a fine event at the chapel at North College at Wesleyan University yesterday. And uh, Coach Belichick gave a very nice speech in honor of... He gave, like, gave like a eulogy? He did because he played lacrosse. He was the captain of the lacrosse team. Under Terry Jackson, who was my soccer coach as well. Interesting. Now, yeah. uh, again, you got Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. all right, uh, yes. the coach of the New England Patriots. Is that who he is? Former coach of the Cleveland Browns. For a, for a, a short minute, and then also former coach of the Jets for like 24 hours, right? Yeah, for 24 hours, but he lasted a couple of seasons in Cleveland until he you know, benched Bernie Kosar, and, mm-hmm. and that's might as well hear the door wide open and smack you on the ass on the way out. <laughs> anyway, uh, he is there. He's giving a eulogy. Yes, and you don't pull out your phone. I gotta believe in a room full of people. Mm-hmm. It's Bill Belichick speaking. Phones were out. So you think somebody? I looked around. I didn't see any. But you're right. Somebody might have been doing it like surreptitiously in order to get it done. Well, let's see if it shows up. Let's see if there's video that pops up somewhere of him appearing at a memorial service yesterday. Because it is big news when the goat does anything. The goat. Are you talking about? Uh, let's see, Hank Stram. Again, no longer with us. The goat is Tom Brady. Yeah, but as a player, but as a coach, there's no other coach that's going to eclipse Bill Belichick. At least, not anytime soon. I just gave you six names of wonderful coaches. They're wonderful, no doubt about it. But Belichick will go down in history as the greatest coach. John in- Madden. Again. <sighs> Listen, maybe in video games, we'd be happy to give you credit, uh, Dave. I know, I know you just, would. Just, uh, just produce a corpse for us. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to see this dead coach firsthand. Terry Jackson. <laughs> you know, he looked. Come on, you just roll his old bones on down here, and we'll, uh, we'll dig up some. Uh, his old bones look dead sometimes when he was coaching. Back. Rooney, part of my friendship. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, now, and, uh, listen, that's that's cool when you. <laughs> When you run into somebody uh, yeah. you didn't expect, somebody famous at, at a place that uh, you would normally have no business going to. Yeah, and then he actually gave a nice speech on behalf of the late Terry Jackson, which was nice. It was very nice. Well, he's a very eloquent man. Well, People don't give him credit for that, but man, when when Bill Belichick wants to get chatty, yes. man, he opens up. He actually got some laughs yesterday during his little speech. You know, I have heard, and I, I have, I, I've never met uh Bill Belichick. Never even came close to meeting Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. Never went to a memorial service and bumped into him. Uh, I have heard that privately, when he, the press is not around, mm-hmm. he is very funny. Yeah. And I think, you know, he's friends with Bon Jovi. He goes to rock concerts, things like that. He enjoys well, He lives it. a life. I mean, he's, yeah. he's got things that he does outside of football. He's got a pretty hot girlfriend that he's had for a while. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard that as well, and some of that was on display yesterday at uh, the chapel at Wesleyan University. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah, that that yeah, makes like, a sad occasion uh, yes. completely different. Yeah. Think about like your situational awareness, like uh, where you would be 
you know, we're talking about like a funeral. Like, would you approach somebody at a funeral who is famous? But what about like you're in a situation? Like, let's say there's some uh, like a terroristic threat going on. Everybody's running for their lives. Yeah. You look back and go, oh, crap, it's Bill Belichick. That's when you stop and go over and take a selfie with him. I suppose. I'm yeah. I'm always delayed in situational awareness. <laughs> yeah. Always. I mean, it, it, and if something is pointed out to me, you know, I usually make this these grand overtures like, where? You yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. to just to say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't, I didn't realize this was happening around me. Mm-hmm. But, but think about like, uh, you know, you're if you're in like, let's say you're evacuating a building for a fire, right? And then uh, you're in the lobby where there's crowds and crowds of people trying to push out, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, is that Bill Belichick? Let me see if I can go get a selfie from him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so I'm so unaware yeah. of my yeah. surroundings that if you remember, uh. I was the second to last person to come out of this building when someone threw a Molotov right, cocktail at Right, right, right. right. Not even realize that we were on fire. You're here, though. You made it. Yeah, no, I survived. Congrats. That yeah. drop, uh, stop, drop, and roll thing really helped. But, like, did you run outside and a cop goes, oh, my God, it's him. It's Bax. <laughs> it's the guy on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that guy had more situational awareness than me. Uh, Bax is going to come up in the news, by the way, today. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. I, I, I don't want to be the story. Speaking of the goat. It's uh, 623. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Behind blue eyes. That's the who? We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. And I met the goat yesterday, but I don't have proof. <laughs> That's like saying, hey, I found a cure for cancer, but I don't have any proof of it. I, I saw it. I mean, honestly. I know. I, I, I thought about not even telling you guys this story because I knew this would happen. What? I mean, we're not <laughs> saying it didn't happen. It's just like, you know, we need evidence. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, we are. I don't blame you. I thought about that. I thought about you guys. How sad is that? We are. I thought ev- about you guys as I was meeting Bill Belichick. I said, oh, my God. This is. I'm going to tell the story tomorrow. These guys aren't going to believe me, but I'm not taking out my camera. We I are believe you evidence. because the guy who died was the. Was yeah. the uh, yeah, uh, we're connected to him. Mm-hmm. We are an evidence-based operation. I, we have never mm-hmm. passed off phony information at all, <laughs> all in right. years. Uh, how do you, <laughs> today I Learned brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Today I Learned... Dave Coombs is full of shiznit. He didn't meet <laughs> Bill Belichick wait, at all. Wait, today you learned that? That well, I'm full no, of shiznit? I've, I've known that since February 28th. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, today I learned that, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> Do you want to hear the real today I learned? Yes. Today Please. I learned David Bowie's Space Oddity, released in July of 1969, was banned by the BBC for the duration of the Apollo 11 mission. Because mm-hmm. they didn't want to jinx it. Ground control to Major Tom. Well, because he's basically uh, getting sucked into the vacuum of space mm-hmm. and never being able to see his family again. Or anybody else. All right, so it's time. a little bit of a bummer, but a uh, hell of a song, though, right? Oh, it's a hell of a song, but uh, come on. You couldn't play that? That would be like the greatest song to play during mm-hmm. the mission. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, you, I, listen, I, there's, to me, there's a Bowie song for every occasion. That yeah. and Rocket Man by Elton John. You could play that, right? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's not about getting lost. But out that there. came after. That came years after. Yeah, I guess you're right. You don't think uh, you know after an airline crash, jet airliner wasn't playing on some station somewhere mm-hmm. across I, the country? Sure. I'm sure it was, yeah. but uh, probably not this station because we've got a heart. Um, I remember working at a radio station after 9/11, like yes. the day of 9/11, mm-hmm. and uh, they had there was this feature that came on that uh, because they decided to change over to music. 
back to, at 7 o'clock because most of the day was just running news feed from, like, CNN. Sure. And then uh, they say, oh, you know what? We should go back to regular programming. Well, they play the montage that opens up the 70s at 7, <laughs> and the first thing is Tattoo saying, The plane, boss, <laughs> the plane. Yep. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> we are gonna get complaints. <laughs> Thanks, Herve Villachez. And that is today I learned with back Stephen Dave on Rockwood Two. Got more stuff to learn coming up in the news, including the greatest broadcaster of all time sitting in this room, Mike Baxendale. Straight ahead on Rock One Hundred Two, six thirty-five. We're back, Stephen Dave and Ronk 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome. Hyundai, Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. The weather is a top headline. Some cities surrounding Western Mass could feel as hot as 102 by daybreak Thursday. Had heavy rain yesterday, and now the temps are going to be climbing into the 90s and beyond for some communities in our midst. According to the National Weather Service, Springfield will open emergency cooling centers across the city beginning today and continuing through Friday. The centers will require masking and be located at the following places from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. today through Friday. The Raymond Jordan Senior Center, the Senior Center in the North End, the Mason Square Library Community Room, Hungry Hill Senior Center, Myrtle Street Park, and others. Dom Dom says, get yourself cool out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hot and sticky and muggy. Get yourself on one of them Peter Pan buses. Take a trip somewhere. Hmm. I'd take a Peter Pan, but I'm so fly I never land. <laughs> Look at that. What if you, you can't are, afford a Peter Pan? You are Pan? fly. Yeah, 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 absolutely. What if you can't afford a Peter Pan bus? You can go take, get yourself cooled off at one of who, these centers for free. Who can't afford a Peter Pan bus? They have reasonable rates uh, yeah, going all across the country. Goes wherever you want to go. Oh. Hey, uh, I, I've never been to a cooling station. Mm. Um, do they hose you off like a, like with like a like a water cannon? Like they would do, say, like uh, like civil unrest. It's it's not a it's not an amusement park. I think it's just AC, isn't it? And then maybe giving you some cold water to drink. So, it, so like, it's not like they gather like a bunch of elderly in in a, in a building, and then you know you open up the the uh, the fire hoses and you know, wash them down. I don't think so. Not like that, right? That could be fun. Not like uh, when Andy Dufresne first came to Shawshank and mm-hmm. they sprayed him down with a hose and then he had to put that powder on him. The, the delousing the, powder. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's like that at all. But when, maybe one of us should go and experience it. I say you do it. All right. You're new in town. I'll, 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 I'll go to one of these cooling centers Take and Bill check Bill it Belichick out. with you, too. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get him on the cell phone and see if he wants to go. Now, when you say greatest coach of our, all time, you sure you're not talking about Papa Bear George Hallis? He's in the conversation. I guess maybe I'll maybe I'll <laughs> I'll restate it as the, let's see, how would I say it? The gloat. Okay. The gloat. All right. The greatest just- living of all time. How about that? All right. Okay. Living? That'd be, that'd be fine. Otherwise, uh, Bud Grant was going to be my next one. From the Minnesota Vikings. The gloat. Western Mass News getting some answers on active sewage. This is the second time we've done a story like this in the last week. Apparently, the sewage spilling into the Connecticut River. It's led to an advisory for residents in four communities to stay out of the water for the next 48 hours. Uh, apparently... The discharge leaking into the Connecticut River near East Columbus Avenue in Springfield. Ongoing discharges of sewage on Clinton Street Mm -hmm. and by Hall of Fame Avenue. And the affected communities would be Springfield, West Springfield, Agawam, and Longmeadow. That's disgusting. 
Man, those people on Longmeadow and raw sewage. I feel horrible for good, them. A good thing, uh, you know, we're in the midst of a heat wave where mm-hmm. nobody would want to use the water. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, you shouldn't be. Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, river swimming is a real big thing around here. Anyway, remember, uh, remember that Bob Kester. Remember that guy? I sure do. He uh, he used to go fishing like early in the morning, like while we were doing the show. He would be out fishing on the Connecticut River. That's right. And then uh, he's telling me where he's fishing, and I'm like, you, you eat those fish that come right out of it was like right near that Bondi's Island uh, mm, area, right? But I guess that's where the best fish are. Oh, they're always biting over yeah. there. Well, I said when you're when you're fertilizing the fish, they grow a lot bigger. <laughs> Probably true. Right. Bax, there's an update on your upcoming induction into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. This printed in MassLive.com. In case you didn't know, the Hall of Fame luncheon will take place September 22nd at the Boston Marriott Quincy Hotel. The live ceremony is among many emerging, of course, after two years of cancellations because of COVID-19. That's right. So you will be inducted along with others many of them Boston-based personalities like ESPN's award winner Sean McDonough. Who else? Um, guy named O'Brien? No. Yeah, I will, I don't, no. John no, O'Brien. No, 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 no. doesn't no, ring a bell, Bass? No. 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 And a bunch of other local personalities based in Boston. But again, in case you're planning to go, September 22nd at the Boston Marriott Quincy Hotel. Oh, I got a front row seat. You got to go? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going. Don't we have I'm to go? Going. Don't we have to go? You don't have to go. You don't have to go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not even sure I have to go. I mean, I will, yeah. but I mean, you know, I've already got an acceptance speech all written out. All right. Oh, do you? oh and it's filthy. Great. Was <laughs> it written two years ago? <laughs> it was written yeah. two years ago, and uh, I just looked at it recently, and you know what? Everything still applies. If you're going to go and watch Mike Baxendale get inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame, make sure you've got your shots and your vaccinations. Including the monkeypox vaccination. Well, let me uh, just stop you here for a minute because I know the monkeypox thing is uh, probably a bigger story than uh, my induction to the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should just say that I am uh, I am very humbled to be uh, among those uh, in in this in that hall. I mean, there's some unbelievable names that are in there, sure. and it's uh, you know w- men and women that I grew up listening to, and it's 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 very humbling, and I'm very grateful for uh, those who may have nominated us uh it's a real honor and uh, i'm looking forward to it next month next month september september 22nd did you uh did you put down if you wanted chicken or beef for the luncheon uh i believe <laughs> or or is there going to be crow sir i thought yeah crow <laughs> i think uh was what i'll be eating well you know it, it should be a very entertaining ceremony because of the stuff that you guys are talking about there i don't know i don't know what you're talking about at all get your monkey are you sure you weren't talking about the great marty schottenheimer he doesn't come close to the other names you've mentioned stop marv levy stop rod marinelli joe bugle joe bugle was pretty good one of the one of the hogs bill arnsbarger <laughs> look at look at Steve coming up with some names here. Impressive. <laughs> look at Steve googling things. That's what it is. <laughs> Dave Campo. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Dave Campo. On Monday, Tapestry Health of Springfield started offering monkeypox vaccines. According to Tapestry Health CEO Cheryl Zoll, they're just one of two clinics in the Springfield and Western Mass area. 
that'll have the monkeypox vaccine in case you're interested. And it's considered to be an important vaccine to get. What are the uh, the exact side effects of the monkeypox vaccine? Oh, you know, the kind of thing that you would experience it with flu, diarrhea, you know, high temperature, things like that. So if well, you where think, do I sign up? If you think you've had contact with somebody else who has monkeypox or you've had lots of unprotected sex, you might want to get the monkeypox vaccine. Got a couple of different stories from Connecticut. A South Windsor woman arrested after a crash on I-91 in Windsor Saturday morning. According to Connecticut State Police, 21-year-old Pearl Muzzarelli arrested after failing a field sobriety test. Mm. Charged with a bunch of stuff, including the being under the influence of drugs and her alcohol and operating a motor vehicle with a suspended license. And keep going. You like all these, don't no, you? No, because you got to keep reading. Evading responsibility. Yeah. Failure to maintain Lance. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Lance. Who's Lance? I don't know, but he couldn't maintain. I believe they meant to say lanes, mm. but 22 decided let's put Lance in there. 22 News. Misspelling for you. Who is Lance? Lance Rensel or uh, Lance Armstrong. Or Lance Allworth. Those are the only Lances I know. How about Lancelot Link? Okay, secret chimp? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you see the mugshot of this young lady? Yeah. She's all banged up. Well, yeah, she's having a bad day. Uh, her name's Pearl. Pearl Mussarelli. She, she has a beautiful necklace that uh, ah. got lost in the accident. Yeah. Really? Really. Where's my pearl necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave her that pearl necklace, by the way? Did you give her that pearl necklace? No, I didn't. Well, it looks like many did. Yeah. You think she's the kind of girl who yeah. likes a pearl necklace? You never know. I, I, I keep thinking that Frank Zappa song in my head. Pearl, you could have been, been a man, man but you were the muffin. The other Connecticut story <laughs> involves another young lady, 26-year-old Veronica Allen, who did not comply with verbal directives and was arrested after police were called to a disturbance in Ellington, Connecticut, Sunday morning. Happened around 4.20 in the morning. And the report included the news of a person smashing windows on several vehicles using a tire iron on Cindy Road in Ellington. Mm. The person identified 26-year-old Veronica Allen. Why was she doing that? Well. Does she have a good reason to do it? It doesn't say what her motives were, but let me read the rest of the story. As Allen was driving away, a trooper was hit by the open passenger side door of her Honda, pushed to the ground, and dragged a short distance. She then allegedly backed into a trooper's patrol vehicle before leaving the area at a high rate of speed. She used to have a carefree mind of her own and a delicate look in her eye. (laughs) These days, I'm afraid she's not even sure if her name is Veronica. That is is. Elvis Costello. Do you suppose that waiting hands on eyes Veronica has gone to hide? And all the time she laughs at those who shout her name and steal her clothes. Veronica! Veronica! I actually like this song a lot. If I'm not mistaken, he wrote this with Paul McCartney. He did. That is, uh, he's one of the writing credits. There you go. How about that? Let her name is Veronica. It's always great about songs about dementia and uh, Alzheimer's. Yes, that's. I, know, for, I forgot about that. It I, is. I, if, if you guys were going to quote from any Elvis Costello song, 
that mentions a woman. I would have chosen uh, a, a different one, actually. I would have chosen this Elvis Costello song right here. Allison. Yeah. Well, this takes you back. Well, yeah, if her name was Allison, right. we would have chosen that. I know that. From the album, My Name is True, back in 1977. Ooh, look at you, postman. I'm not just the postman. I deliver on time. Look at you. Any? Anyway. Are we, are we going to get to the... The hook? No. You let that little friend of mine take off your part of We're running so far behind. Yeah, I think day. you're right. Yeah, yeah. We don't have time song, for Elvis Costello at this point. That's your news on Rock 102. we got a mass hat to get to coming up next with Back Steve and Dave. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 652 in the doors. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. Oh, it's going to be hot today and muggy. Uh, high of 90. Tomorrow, even worse, with a high of 96 and a heat index of 105. Uh, it's 70 right now in downtown Springfield. Muggy. 652. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. An 18-year-old guy from Braintree, Massachusetts, has been arrested and charged with shoplifting after allegedly stealing $700 worth of Legos from a Target. Well, that's like one set. Yeah, isn't I know. It? it's like one box, <laughs> small really, box. Not really saying very much. Yes, Sabjori Jean Baptiste, Sabjori Jean Baptiste of Braintree, stole the Legos from a Target in Plainville, Mass. After receiving a call about a shoplifting event in progress at the store from employees there, police officer quickly on the scene, observing Sabjori Jean Baptiste running across the street. From Target to Duncan, where a car was waiting for him. Cops caught up to him there at the vehicle and arrested him. He had the $700 worth of Legos and other items totaling $880. Bucks. Now, it doesn't say what the other items that totaled $180. Were these like uh, like specific Lego sets, like those real expensive, like uh, you know, like the Star Wars Death Star for like $400? Bucks? The reporting on this story... Is not full, so they don't have those details, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, those uh, those things are pretty damn pricey. They'll, they'll find him one of these days, and real soon he's going to step on one of those pieces in the in his house and have to be medevaced to a emergency room. And then they find out, oh, you're the guy. Yeah, you're the guy that ripped them off. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that Legos would be worth stealing. I think maybe there's some uh, some other toys that might be worth stealing. I, I don't know about Legos. I mean, yeah, but they, they're so damn expensive. Are they? <laughs> yes, they are. Really? Wait, yeah. Real. Yep. If, if you get like one of them big sets, yeah, like 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 I told you the the Death Star one, mm-hmm. that's easily over a hundred bucks. So do easily. You, you think well, he's they, stealing the Legos for his own purpose or the purpose of his kids? He's eighteen years old. First of all, he, is he stealing them for a young child that he and his baby mama had? Or is he stealing them for himself? Or is he trying to like resell these things out of the trunk of his car? I'm pretty sure he's going to resell well, they, them out of the trunk re- of his car. Really? They and got a picture here of the cart of all the stuff that he took. And uh, a lot of it's Dragon Ball Z. Like he has a, a figurine of that. Mm-hmm. He's got a bunch of Legos, Minecraft, uh, nin- 
Ninjago? Is that what it is? And I, I don't even know what that is. That's some kind of cartoon. Yeah. It's all Minecraft. So Minecraft is like this huge thing, mm-hmm. and uh, all these people want those those Legos. So he could make a pretty good buck reselling. Yeah, those selling things. selling that stuff on the black market. Yeah. You bet. That's how you. That's how you make bank, bro. Mm. That's but how you get ass. It's like this shopping. He's got this shopping cart, and he. This is from the police department, and so he kind of you know, uh, symmetrically put all these things in the cart so it's packed very well. Like, it's not like he just... It wasn't like... Uh, remember we had that contest with, like, Rocky's Ace Hardware and you you got to go in the store and then grab whatever you wanted. Oh, remember? like a shopping spree. It was thing. like a shopping spree yeah. kind of thing. It was like supermarket sweep. You remember that? You had I to do. go and grab the thing. This guy looks like, uh, he, like, a, like a very leisurely supermarket sweep. Like, oh, I'll just take this Lego and place mm-hmm. it right in here, and uh, right. it's and like every, a little game of Tetris and, and in every, my cart. Every box has a certain place. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It is a very neat shopping cart. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. He, he was a very a tidy criminal or potential criminal, and there is a mugshot of him. Oh, no, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. Yeah. You walk out of the door without uh, paying for it, you are a criminal. His mugshot's actually pretty nice looking. Looks like a fine, upstanding young man, but he's not. Well, he's... Asked to turn to the left at the police station. That's when that's when the picture kind of shows what you are all about. Really, is that where it all goes wrong? Do you have some that's experience right. with that or not? I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've been convicted enough. Okay, take your word for it. Six fifty-seven with Max, Steve, and Dave. The one hundred and two second sports coming up next on Rock one hundred two. Rock one hundred two and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. Cash. <laughs> hey, it's Carla. And now, Max's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As I'm sure each and every one of you are aware, last night's All-Star Home Run Derby was a gripping and dynamic feast for the eyes. A fully engrossing spectacle, exploding with thrills and bursting with an inspirational display of brute human strength. And if you're into that sort of crap, it can be moderately compelling uh, of a thing to do, especially when there's nothing else to watch on television. And while Pete Alonso of the New York Mets did not become the first slugger in history to win three straight derbies, you also had Albert Pujols of the Cardinals failing in his bid to become the derby's oldest champion at the ripened age of 42 years old. Instead, the All-Star Home Run Derby was won by Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals. The very same Juan Soto that I talked about yesterday. The young man who told the Nationals where they could stick their 15-year, $440 million contract extension, which would have been the single most bloated contract offer in baseball history. Which, and I repeat, he chose to turn down. Why? Well, it wasn't because he wanted to save his strength so he could win the home run derby. He rejected it because the Nationals are run by idiots. And at 23 years old, he was able to figure this out all by himself. should also point out that at 23 years old, Juan Soto just became the youngest player in baseball history to win the All-Star Home Run Derby. And for that, he wins $1 million. Chump change for a guy who just walked away from $440 million for a contract before saying... I mean, I mean, to not play for the worst team in baseball. I, on the other hand, would have signed that contract before you finished saying, here, take my pen. Now, the truth is that any team willing to trade for Juan Soto will not be doing it because he just won the home run derby. They'd be doing it because at 23 years old, Juan Soto has barely hit the prime of his career, and he's already better than nearly everybody else in Major League Baseball. The only thing this young man does not have 
is a paycheck that pays him $564,000 a week. At least not yet. But until that happens, I suppose that derby money will just have to tie himself over until he starts dragging in the big bucks. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Weber Kettle Grill is a charcoal masterpiece. Makes all other charcoal grills virtually obsolete. Simple, barely has changed since 1951, and still the best charcoal grill on the market. The Weber 22-inch premium kettle grill on sale at Rocky's for $220, plus a free bamboo grill brush. Get out of town. Rocky's is your grilling destination. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven. And Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Hot today, hot the rest of the week. 90s for some of the highs and cooling stations in effect starting today in Springfield. So we're talking off the air here with uh, Kaczynski here. Yeah. He's blowing the place up. And uh, He's our intern, by the way, in yeah. case you're just tuning in. He, uh, he asked me, because uh, we're talking about food, and then he asked me what my least favorite food was. And before I could answer, Dave yells out watermelon. Watermelon? You don't like that? Hate it. Hate watermelon. What do you mean hate oh. watermelon? What's I've wrong with watermelon? That, I've said this before. I've, I've admitted this. You've and said I'm, a lot of things I didn't pay attention yeah. to. Watermelon? <laughs> yes. Don't like it. What, yeah. uh, what about it don't you like? Is it the seeds? Is it the, uh, the flavor? The flavor. See, I like watermelon. Ugh. Yeah. Look, uh, did you see Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry caught Leon eating watermelon, liking watermelon? Yeah, And he right. was hiding the rinds in the trash can because he didn't want Larry to know that he liked watermelon. <laughs> That's it right. was too stereotypical for right. him. And, that, and they went to the grocery store, and Larry right. put down a, a jar, a, like a bottle of uh, gefilte fish. Like, I'm Jewish, and I like <laughs> gefilte fish. Is that uh, J.B. Schmoove's character, by yeah, the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But right. uh, water, you don't like watermelon. No, huh? no, don't like it. Don't yeah. like it at all. And and then Kaczynski added, I, I'm allergic to watermelon actually. But like, I think it tastes good until like it swells up my throat. Yeah, you know well, like? yeah, well, you know, anaphylactic <laughs> shock yeah. has a tendency to leave a bad taste in your mouth. But yeah. it, it tastes good okay. until that point. I, I then, wish but, I could say that I was allergic. Then yeah. people would give me some slack, but yeah. they don't. <laughs> I have a I have my one of my brother-in-laws. He 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 doesn't. He says he's allergic to mushrooms. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't like mushrooms. But he's told everybody for uh-huh. years, I'm yeah. allergic to them. There you go. No, you're yeah. just allergic to Makes it, it easier to, yeah. to, for people to put up with you. I know that like some fruit. Yeah. Especially like a like a like a skin fruit, like an apple or mm. a pear or what you know, whatever. For whatever reason, I have this weird physical reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Like my throat will start to close, mm. uh, you know, I'm real itchy in the throat. I think I could be wrong. I'm allergic to a certain pesticide they must use on some of those orchards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I can eat all kinds of fruits, but those kinds of fruits, I start to feel. Cherries. If I have too many cherries, I Wa- start to feel that. Wash the oh, yeah. fruit, back. It doesn't matter. Really? It, it literally does not matter. I mean, well, if it's it, the only thing to get to get rid of that sensation yeah. is mm-hmm. to cook it or okay. bake it. The, right. the whole idea. Yeah, no, I get the same thing, too. The, wash, yeah. the washing of the fruit, you're just washing off the excess dirt and everything. Mm. You're really not getting rid of the pesticide. The pesticide gets into the plants. Yeah. Mm. I know. That's that's yeah. even if I peel the apple because it's got the skin, it leaches right into the uh, the flesh of the of the fruit. I have a list here of uh, the 10 most unpopular foods. Okay. M- marzipan. Is that that like whitish candy? Yeah, is that it's well, mar- like uh, marzipan is is like a like an almond paste. It's actually delicious, and they you know form it into different uh, into different yeah. shapes. Right. I have no uh, opinion either way on. I kind of like a marzipan. Uh, let me let me see uh, if I can guess. It. Well, here's the other one for me: cilantro. 
which isn't really a food. It's a spice, I guess. It's hate, an herb. Hate it. You it got, t- I, I love cilantro. Steve? You're one of those guys that feels it tastes like soap. Yes. Yeah, that is that is like a, for whatever reason, that's like a, like a genetic uh, uh, imperfection. You may be right, because my mom also hates cilantro. I love cilantro. Uh, mm-hmm. I... I, I I don't feel either way about okay. it. Okay, it's right. like it's okay. I'll eat it. Okay, uh, olives. I like olives. I love olives. I'm not an olive guy, but I'll have them if they're on a pizza or something, like or put, in a salad. Putting yeah, yeah. them on my fingers. I like yeah. I like putting them in a in a in a drink like vodka with a splash of vermouth. Hmm. Ooh, look at that! It's yeah. both a drink and a snack and a meal. Uh, my son used to do the same thing with the olives on the fingers. I used to do the same thing with mm-hmm. bugles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, bugles, bugles. Remember those little cracker oh, yeah. bugles? Yeah. yeah. But your fingers are too fat now. You can't do. Well, that. now I can't do it. I'm no, when you're right a kid, though, you little kid fingers. You sure. can put the bugles on. That's it. Yep. Blue cheese. Love blue cheese. I, I love blue che- and gorgonzola. What's the difference? Well, uh, well, there's many different kinds of blue cheese. Uh, gorgonzola is a specific kind of blue cheese. Usually has like a like a greenish vein of mold inside, mm. which makes it so friggin' mm, delicious. Yum. Yeah, I, 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 they taste the same to me. Yeah. I used to love blue cheese, and I still like it, but I've graduated to ranch, as you guys know. That's not really a graduation. That's, yeah, a, that's a recession. I mean, I, I would, <laughs> that's, that's something like a child eats with his McNuggets. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm in touch with my inner child. It's an acquired taste for blue cheese, I feel like. You know, like, it's like you grow with it, you know? What else you got on that list, Steve? Sushi. <clears throat> really? Love sushi. I like sushi. sushi. Me too. It depends on what kind of sushi, though. Like, there are certain, like there's certain things I won't get mm-hmm. at the sushi bar. Like what? Uh, it has to have rice on it. It has to have, like, it, uh, you know, even if it's raw fish, it has to have some sort of, uh, like, a carb to it or something, you know? No, I, I got no problem with that. Do you, yeah. I don't like eel. As part of that, I don't like the eel. No, eel's not bad. Yeah, I don't mind I don't, eel. I don't find eel. It's got a weird texture. Too. What about the eggs? The roe? Do you like the the little? That's the one thing I don't like. I don't like that. I like those. I like a, a little crunchy thing there, and sometimes you find some extra ones between your teeth after a few minutes, and you kind of crunch on those, and it's like a little you know found joy. You know, what I'm not crazy about when it comes to seafood. What people think I'm crazy about this crab? I could take it or leave it. Mm. I'll take a lobster over crab and I you like you ever oh, see yeah. people like uh, say like at a I don't know like a like at a golden corral yep. going after the the, the lobster claws they yeah. go yeah. after they go after it like it's you know free snacks at at Costco that beat button you know knocking <laughs> each other over to get yeah. to the uh, the crab legs it's I a could, lot of work to me it's like Ugh, yeah it's not a lot that of work. great crab yeah. is not uh, cra- the only time I've had like good crab is like down south. Mm. For like a Maryland crab cake, yes, but like a yes. true Maryland crab yes. cake, not like a like a breaded, like like too bready. Yes, yeah. it's got to be uh, just right. Now, mm-hmm. David just telling me that the best time he ever had crabs required brown soap. Yeah, oh. yeah, and it, it and by the way, it didn't get rid of them either. You see, Ted, I'm talking about like lice, like body lice. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm just you know, I had to. I was a little confused. You'll, you'll find out at <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winu sometime this oh, no, semester. You'll find yourself in a dirty public restroom someday. <laughs> I had uh, there was this thing I had with it was like lump crab meat and lump lobster meat mm. and uh, like a, a layer of avocado. Yeah, and some red onion. A layer. Yeah. It was like almost like a parfait of seafood, and yeah. then they put it in one of those round things, mm-hmm. so it perfectly molds into the uh, mm-hmm. thing. Oh yeah, absolutely delicious. Nice. Fantastic. See, that was that was like where if you're mixing crab with other things, it actually tastes that's, a lot better. That's it's just fine. making me hungry now. Not like well, disgusting. maybe you should uh, go out and get us breakfast, Ted. All right, man. These crabs are making me hungry. Yeah. 
Hey, speaking of uh, food, I want to say this. I don't, uh, I'm, not, you know, I'm not being paid to say this. Last night, we went to go eat at, uh, what is it, the new Mexican restaurant in uh, in East Lameto, Toritos. Toritos. Where uh, you know, Club Meadows used to be. Oh, yeah. And that, uh, was, it a, like a, was it a Brazilian steakhouse or Portuguese yeah. steakhouse? I never went in there after it was Club Meadows. No, me either. Went last night. Wow. It was awesome. And, oh. I, and, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of, of Mexican food, and I can tell... Most of the time, a good Mexican restaurant from a crap Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. Does it look a lot different in there now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Do they it's still painted. have that slate floor with the uh, from the seventies? I in honestly there? didn't recognize the floor. Yeah, the walls have been painted to uh, to give it a uh, you know a little bit more of a, of a of atmosphere as opposed to the dark, dank ways it used to be. I miss those old places. Though. I like good. I like a place that's got a lot of dank to it. But this was very nice, and the food was. Outstanding. Are we done with the worst food list, or is there more? Uh, well, you can be. Tofu is on oh, there. Yeah. I don't like oh, tofu. Yeah, anchovies, not a big yeah. fan of anchovies. I like anchovies. Yeah. Liver oh, yeah. is disgusting. Yep. My yeah. father used to come home and bring home like a ton of liver mm-hmm. and fry it up in a pan with onions, and the whole house would stink, and you'd want to gag, and mm-hmm. he would sit there and eat it like it was a candy. I don't really mind liver. I would never order it. I would never go out of my way for it. But right. when I've had it, it's like, eh, it's not as awful as everyone thinks. Mm. I'd much rather have that than like a platter of beets. Ugh, oh, God. See, that's love like, beets. That's, love beets. That's like eating sugary dirt. Nope. What do we got, Dave? Are you moving on to something else? You nope. said you were asking me if I was done with Yeah, no, 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 that, no. I was, I was, you know, I wanted oh, to hear were, the rest of the list. That's all. Oysters was number one. Yeah, especially raw ones. Ugh. Yeah, see, oh. I like that. Mm. I like that. So when the the sh- the sheriff used to have mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this the clam- old sheriff yeah sheriff Ash mm-hmm. used to have this uh, big clam bake every year and Steve and I would go and uh, there was this place where they served like those cherry stones which are like the the raw mm-hmm. uh, clams mm-hmm. Steve and I would eat like two or three hundred a piece we would just we'd sit there for like yeah. hours just gobbling those things up and then we would produce a mollusk the next day in the bathroom here at Rock 102 <laughs> wow fantastic stuff I didn't know they lived here in the sewer system <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that stuff good raw bar I love that well, there you go. That's uh, unpopular foods. There right. you have it. 721 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we... Rock 102 with back Stephen Dave Stones and Gimme Shelter, which you might have needed during the rain yesterday or you might need during the high heat we're going to have the rest of the week. See what I look at, See what I did there? That song should be our theme song for the show. Yeah. Gimme Shelter. <laughs> Everything is just a shot or a kiss away. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you missed any part of the other uh, back Stephen Dave show, check out the uh, daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. And on rock102.com. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Dave, uh, this week is Dave Faulkner uh, from the Hoodoo Gurus. He's got a brand new record out, the first in the, a number of years, Cherry to the Gods. It's very, very good. And uh, also check out some of the older episodes that are out there, too. Again, all available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and at rock102.com. The title of that LP, what does that refer to? Cherry of the Gods. Chariot. Chariot of the Gods. Okay. Chariot okay. Of So the gods. Then what kind of fruit is that with no, the gods? Okay. Not, uh, not fruit related gotcha. at all. All right. We got news next to Rock 102. Here's your 32. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. We've got high heat warnings from the National Weather Service starting today. 
And some surrounding Western Mass communities could feel as hot as 102 by daybreak on Thursday. You know, we had that heavy rain yesterday, and now it's going to heat up all week into the 90s and stay there at least through Thursday, according to the National Weather Service. Springfield will open emergency cooling centers across the city beginning today at 10 a.m. and running to 6 p.m. every day through Friday. Some of those locations, the South End Community Center, the Myrtle Street Park location, and the Raymond A. Jordan Senior Center on Roosevelt Avenue. The the river, though, is not a cooling station. No, and specifically, glad you brought that up, Bax, the Connecticut River is off limits again because of an active sewage overflow situation. This is the second time this has happened in the last week now. I know you were talking about removing sewage from your RV. This isn't related to this story, is it? Uh, no, I have not dumped anything in the river. Okay. Yet. Okay. And where are you at with your sewage removal from your RV, by the way? My, uh, the delivery of my, uh, of my portable Rhino sewage tank mm-hmm. uh, has been delayed for another week, so now it's coming next week. Ah. It's supposed to be here today, but now it's going gonna, it's gonna to sit up there for a little bit longer. There was a story on Mass Live this morning about the uh, talking about sewage was uh, the Krabby Joes over in Southwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like uh, I guess the, the the new owner trying to revive the place, but then they realized that this well system that there was built was actually built illegally at some point, mm. and if that thing overflows, oh, it's going to be poo falls. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want yeah. that in a, in a restaurant. No. Well, I mean, uh, nobody wants that in the Congamon Lakes either. Yeah. That stuff goes right back into the water. Right. Yeah, sewage, not good. Western Mass News got an alert shortly after 3 p.m. announcing the discharge leaking into the Connecticut River yesterday, and it's affecting a few communities. So no going into the Connecticut River. The affected communities include Springfield, West Springfield, Agawam, and Longmeadow. So a very small regional area. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) You hardly notice it. No one ever goes to those towns. The ongoing discharges of sewage on Clinton Street and by the Hall of Fame Avenue as well. Mm. Mm. And uh, those communities are on guard for sewage in the Connecticut River. Hey, more tax relief imminent for the Massachusetts middle class, maybe. The clock ticking down to July 31st, the Massachusetts Senate tackling a roughly $4 billion economic development bill featuring tax relief a package that would take effect quicker than the House's proposal. We've got skyrocketing inflation and gas prices and housing costs, among other financial strains, but we may be getting tax relief soon. I'm sorry, Dave. Do you have the breaking news from West Springfield from yesterday? I don't know. Which one are you talking about? Well, the West Springfield Town Council approved the retail sale of recreational cannabis with a vote of 6-3 to Monday night. Yeah! I did have that actually, and I had a t- four to three vote in the story that I read. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, Twenty-two taken- says six to three. Mass Life says what did you say? Four uh, to three. four to three. Yeah, uh, who knows? Well, yeah. it's it's West Springfield. It's going to yeah. take him a couple recounts. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the three voting against, by the way, mm-hmm. wanted to have a public vote on this. Mm-hmm. They wanted to allow the public to vote, but that would have been a lot more rigmarole. But the reefer zombies on the town council said, "No, mm-hmm. we're not going that way. We're going to get a high." Some of them Cheetos over here. 
Speak- rather than a fireworks display where things are blowing up in the air, yeah. I can I can see where like you know bags of Funyuns and Cheetos mm-hmm. are being thrown up into the air in West Springfield, and yeah. everybody's celebrating <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, I told the guy at Richard's Grinders, uh, Brian, uh, who owns the place down there, West Springfield. Mm-hmm. I said, "Listen, man, you got this dispensary behind your building. It's down. It's like Gate Nine, right at the Big E there. Right. So you got, you know, you got the Richards right there on the left, and then down the road, opposite the obviously, obviously opposite the entrance of the Big E, there's a marijuana dispensary down there. And I'm like, dude, you should have a sign like right out here saying." Hungry yet? Or or something like, yeah. hey, you just went for your visit. Come on in here. Got weed? Yeah. Who wouldn't want a nice big Richard's grinder after a, after a, buying a big doobie? You take mm-hmm. that home with you, you enjoy it, and uh, you have the best of both worlds. I would be handing out coupons mm-hmm. right outside Absolutely. their door. Absolutely. Day. Listen, I should be the marketing manager at that deli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, I mean, you think about it. You got a dispensary right next door. Mm-hmm. All them people are yeah. going to be very, very you. hungry. And you know, you know, Rich just makes them big sixteen-inch uh, grinders, the mm-hmm. big ones. Yeah, you know, they're huge. About. Yeah, I actually had one last night. <sighs> good. I bet they were. As long as we're talking about drugs, a Holyoke man sentenced to prison for conspiring to distribute heroin and cocaine in Vermont. Those are the bad drugs. Yes. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, 21-year-old Deshaun Jones of Holyoke sentenced to 47 months in prison, and he's going to have a supervised release tacked on as well. Court documents revealing that he would repeatedly travel from Holyoke to Bennington County in Vermont, which is, I think, where you go with your RV. Yeah, right? Dave, why don't you just give everybody the exact well, address? What is why the exact address of the yeah, RV? Okay, you know, I'll that's... give you my social security number while you're at it. How far away is that facility from your place? 17 miles, you said? Yes, the facility? it is. All right. The second drug story, a couple of people from Springfield also arrested in Vermont. This is a very popular equation, I guess, with the drug running from Massachusetts to Vermont... Distributing it well, up there. Vermont is where the lawless tend to, you know, go on their weekends. Oh, Vermont has all kinds of things: maple syrup, mm-hmm. uh, recreational vehicles, oh, yeah. camping, oh uh, yes, yes, uh, and drugs and uh, drugs, <laughs> loads of it. Yeah, this story: the two people from Springfield arrested when the vehicle stopped by cops on Route Seven heading to Rutland. It was reported as a rental vehicle that they had gotten out of Springfield. Officers finding prescription painkillers identified as opioids. An unknown white powder, what could that be? And a tasing device with multiple cartridges inside the vehicle. I believe, believe this weekend is the tased of Bennington County. Isn't that a Ben and Jerry's flavor? It should be. The two people arrested, 33-year-old Crystalline Soto of Springfield, and the passenger, 23-year-old Giovanni Del Rio of Springfield were arrested and they're being charged with possession of a controlled narcotic as well as other things. Crystalline. Crystalline. Like the crystal meth you would be consuming hours later. Yeah. Isn't that a Chuck Berry hit too? Crystalline? I believe it's Maybelline. I believe that's Maybelline. Yeah. I was close. Hey, in Springfield, they had their first sit down city council meeting. Together, all is one yesterday in a long time because of COVID. You know, they were doing these Zoom, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were doing the Zoom meetings, but they were all gathered in the same room, cramped around a table, the way it used to be done. What's the kid? Well, who's the kid that we follow? Who is we've we've had him in here since he was sixteen. 
Jesse Letterman. Jesse Letterman, right? Yeah. Jesse Letterman is uh, signed up for AARP now. Or like, you know, they all get back together and they're like, oh my God, Jesse, you've aged. Yeah. He's a grown ass yeah. man now. Yeah. He's married, got kids. Yeah. You know, uh, a highfalutin job in the city council. He yep. has an IRA. I know. <laughs> he, well, he drives a family vehicle he now. T- oh, look at that. While they're meeting in person again with the city council, they still have to have the big screen TV with the cameras and the conference all set up so that interested residents can watch on their TVs or on their computers from the comfort of their home. Several Starbucks employees at a cafe near BU in Boston went on strike, citing unfair labor practices. Starbucks workers right there on Com Ave in Boston claim the new store manager has created a, quote, chaotic and hostile work environment at the Starbucks there. So they've unionized. According to their claims, this new manager, Tommy Chorlian, has aggressively cut hours, She's dramatically understaffed shifts. She's hired a, quote, influx of new employees. And, by the way, she's also a racist. Mm. A lot to unpack there. Yes. She has allegedly perpetuated harmful and offensive rhetoric. So that's why they're striking at the Starbucks on Com Ave in Boston. Venti black eye for a bigot? Bigot? Anyone? Bigot? Uh, yes. Uh, bigot for two, please. So you'll have to go elsewhere if you're expecting some coffee on Com Ave in Boston. Hey, Ivana Trump left her dog Tiger millions of dollars in her will because she didn't have anybody else. She had kids. I know. That's the sad part. Mm. She died a single woman. Her children were grown up, and she decided to leave it all to the dog. Yeah, hey. That's like a very Leona Helmsley thing, right? Right. That's yeah. right. It's very sad to me. Yeah, she died in a fall too. That's uh, what I read. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, very weird. Well, I mean, it's not weird. I mean, it happens, but it's like uh, oh yeah, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Sure, Bex. Sure. What is a dog named Tiger going to do with millions of dollars bequeathed by Ivana Trump? Well, I'm sure that he would uh, cause chaos within the Brady family. Yeah, uh, you know and. Uh, Start taking back his territory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bad enough when little cousin Oliver tried to muscle his way into yeah, that family. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that Tramp? By the way, is that the name of the dog? Or no, Tiger was the name of the dog. Tiger. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was Tramp. Oh, Tramp was in my three sons. Maybe. No, I believe Tramp was the one that was trying to hit on the lady, and then they oh, ate them, uh, the, that the too. spaghetti in the yeah. middle. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole movie about it. It was called Lady and the Tramp. Mm, I'm mixing up my very animated famous dogs. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> it's 7.43 with back Steve and Dave. We've got Now Here This coming up next. And there's actually a connection to something going on right here in our studio that our intern Kaczynski noticed with regard to one of the items coming up in Now Here This on Rock 102. Stay tuned. Cheryl's cat never leaves her lap. And Tom Petty with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be uh, hot, hazy, and humid today and a high of 90. More of the same for tomorrow with a high of 96 and a heat index of 105. It's 75 right now in downtown Springfield. The uh, Rock 102 Wing Thing is coming back Saturday, August 27th, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and by the Tommy Carr Auto Group. Uh, Join us for an afternoon of wings at the beautiful Bonnie Estate in Forest Park. Enjoy wings of all kinds. Boneless, bone-in, tossed, breaded, non-breaded, delicious, uh, not as delicious, but mostly delicious. It's all uh, put together by uh, by the log rolling catering. 
And uh, you can buy tickets right now at rock102.com. It's going to be a damn fine time at the Barney Estate. The Wing Thing, Saturday, August 27th from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.51. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Well, you can get your flu shot. You get your COVID shot. Now you can get your monkey pox vaccination. And according to Cheryl Zoll, who is the CEO of Tapestry Health, it's important to get this shot. Anybody who has had contact with somebody with monkey pox in the last two weeks or multiple sexual partners in an area with monkey pox. That's Cheryl Zoll, clip number one, the CEO of Tapestry Health, one of the only outfits offering the monkeypox vaccine here in Western Mass. Now, you may say multiple sexual partners. I mean, is there a, is there a threshold there? Do you like what is, constitutes multiple? Yeah, like is it is it more than one? Is it more than ten, fifteen, thirty? What is it? I would say more than two. Huh. In my opinion. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't. I don't have that. I mean, I'm not worried about <laughs> it because I've had sex with nobody but uh, you know, uh, but myself and uh, my wife. Mm-hmm. But uh, but nevertheless, <laughs> yep. You know, you want to know what the numbers are. You don't want to get in. You know, accidentally find yourself in a situation. Well, how many monkeys are you sleeping with? Not many, frankly. I don't uh, have a lot of uh, access to primates. If you have multiple personalities, can that mean you're having sex with multiple partners? Theoretically. I'm just thinking here. I'm just theorizing. All right. Hey, the Mass Mutual Center will host Springfield's first Comic-Con convention this weekend. That brings us to clip number two from Samantha Schaefer with Incredible Conventions, the outfit putting on the Springfield Comic-Con. Here she is. Costuming group, so like Ghostbusters will be there, and the 501st Legion, which is like a Star Wars costuming group. Uh, there's going to be like a Star Trek costuming group. Oh, there's going to be movie cars from like uh, the Pizza Planet truck from Toy Story, the Gotham Police vehicle from Batman. Samantha Schaefer telling Western Mass News all about the upcoming Springfield Comic Con. You ever been around one of these uh, Comic Con? Never. You conventions? You never been in one, but I've been in towns uh, where they have hosted mm-hmm. these conventions. Fantastic stuff, man. You want to talk about hey, it's like you know? the, it's like the big E for geeks. Well, yeah, but if you're into it, you're into it. And there's tons of people that go there. It's I don't, not like, you know, I'm not I'm not saying geek as a uh, as an insult. I think you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think you might. No, be. if I were in, if I were insulting them, Steve, I'd say here's a bunch of people that got out of their grandmother's basement to go to a convention. Oh, but I didn't say that. And I wouldn't say that because that would be insensitive. You would only say that off the air. When yes. Else is I would never I would never say that, you know, their moms drove them to the Mass Mutual Center. Oh, I would never I would never say that. Yeah. In their costumes. I would never, ever Listen, say that on the radio. Okay. That would be that would be offensive. In the last 20 years with the rise of these Marvel and uh, mm-hmm. DC yep. comics mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. like this is everybody there's not everybody but a lot of people are into this thing and you know they want to go see their favorite costumes or whatever the lady was yeah, talking a lot about. of cosplay going on oh loads of cosplay yeah and they're all gonna be out there so it's got that that's part of the spectacle of having them in town yeah. welcome Welcome Listen, to all you folks. This is just a week after, or less than a week after, the Hartford, Connecticut Comic-Con took place, which was 
a huge success. Oh, no, apparently. these things get a lot of folks because yeah, people yeah. love that stuff. And also this weekend, don't forget, it's the big Comic-Con in San Diego where Ozzy Osbourne is appearing for the first time. I'll be damned. So, wow. yeah. 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 How about that? No Ozzy at the Springfield version at the Mass Mutual Center this weekend. We have Fozzie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fozzie, Fozzie Osborne? <laughs> Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Fozzie. We're going to Muppets down there. Wacka, wacka. <laughs> Sorry. Who is that? Wasn't that Fozzie? He's with <laughs> wacka, wacka. That, that sounds like after Jim Henson died, Fozzie. <laughs> we had weird yeah. sound of Muppets. <laughs> right. Wacka. Cut number three. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, in Florida, St. Petersburg, Act, a 37-year-old guy called 911 Saturday night. Now, what number does that do? What is that? <laughs> well, it's normally for emergencies. Mm-hmm. His emergency was his girlfriend needed some Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. So he called 911. We got some here, right? <laughs> A uh, cop showed up at the guy's place after he called 911 and they described him as, quote, heavily intoxicated. He had also gotten arrested back in November for shoving the same girlfriend and knocking her phone out of her hand. This time it was about a shortage of Sour Patch kids. This is a troubled relationship. You think? Well, and, you know, the Sour Patch uh, it becomes the most you know combustible bone of contention in that mm-hmm. relationship. It's not going very well. Was there audio for that? Yeah, I just played. I played the uh, played the clip. Oh, the clip for the commercial. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It was the nine one one call. Yeah, no, they don't have the nine one one. See call that? Really. See if they they should release that thing. And the some nine- some nine one one companies in local communities do release it, and some don't. Obviously, in this case, not. Or maybe we could search it up. Well, I didn't see it associated with the story. No, I'm not. I, I'm not uh, no, I'd like to hear you. it. I'd, I'd like, like to, to hear it too. I would. Uh, but usually, Florida. Uh, tends to release all their stuff because mm-hmm. they know what a bunch of douchebags they are down there. <laughs> yeah. And and by the way, the connection to the studio is yeah. Zawinski. Yeah, I found some Sour Patch Kids behind Dave. It's pretty yeah, there's weird. two Sour Patch Kids right <laughs> right behind me on the floor over there. Have they been in somebody's mouth? I don't know. But like last week, we had a partially eaten Oreo. And now we got two Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, who's the eating the kid snacks around? Yeah, here? and who's not finishing the kid snacks? <laughs> Pat Kelly is kid size. I said yeah. maybe it's him. But, no, you know, Pat but Kelly d- would eat an entire Oreo. Yeah, but Dan Williams is a grown ass man. I mean, Pat Kelly would be full after an entire Oreo, but nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, but it's like on this side, like they've yeah. on the other side. Yeah. Well, weird. maybe he's uh, you know having a bite and then throwing them across the room. Yeah, I can like see him doing that. Some sort of Guinness record he's trying to uh, set. Who knows? It's the mystery of the Sour Patch Kids. So we got we got Sour Patch Kids here for that girl that needs some. Yeah, so. on the floor. Well, we, or we could give them away to caller number nine if you want a couple of Sour oh, Patch Kids no, from Rock 102. No, 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 no we're not doing no. that. It's 7.57. We've got the one. Duke Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.13 and John Mellencamp. But back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Get ready for the heat. It's coming today through at least Thursday with cooling stations being set up in Springfield starting today at 10 a.m. I'm going to do everything I can to avoid going outside for anything today. I mean, I will walk out of this building to my car and then walk from my car to the house. That's pretty much all I want to do today. It That's is it. it is gross. But I got to say, uh, the weather has not been that bad this year. It really hasn't. I mean, we've had uh, sunshine and dry weather most of the summer so far, even though it's only been a month. Yeah, Wet yesterday, very wet. And actually, we kind of needed that rain. 
Well, we don't never need the rain. We just oh, yeah, uh, you do. Oh, we're we're, sure we, do. we're we're in a we're in a red flag warning, aren't we? Yeah, but uh, you know, like the year we had last year, uh, that rain will come back at some point. You know, I just I don't like the muggy, sticky uh, nastiness outside. Well, then you're going to do the same as backs. So you're going to stay mm-hmm. in your air condition if you got. It. Yeah, I uh, one of the things that I do not have in my house, mm-hmm. and I refuse to have in my house, are any kind of uh, you know a synthetic leather. Uh, you know, uh, upholstery. Yeah. Because when a fat man sits in a chair and he's sweating uh, and he has to get up off of that chair, it it literally is like, you know, pulling, uh, you know, uh, you know, silly putty away from the newspaper. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. imprint stays on you and it's like it's like ripping flesh off of your body. And oh, yeah. uh, with the sound effect, there may mm. as well be a whoopee cushion under there, too. Not just the flesh being yeah, ripped no, off. Yeah, it, it does sound like a very flatulent mm-hmm. situation. It's not. It's not. It's an actual. It's, it's just the uh, the tearing of flesh. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that kind of thing at all. I also don't like uh, sweating moments after I've gotten out of the shower mm-hmm. oh, where right. I said to my where I say to myself, well, that didn't take because you know, even with the air conditioning, when the when things are muggy, still muggy. You know, it dries it out a little bit, but I, I can tell when uh, when things are nasty outside. And mm-hmm. today, nasty. Yep. Very nasty. I don't like, like that. Pea soup thick. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. I'll be riding my bike at Forest Park. You're out of your friggin' mind. You know that? I mean, honestly, it's a million degrees out. You could probably, you know, fry an egg in the small of your back, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't suggest it, by the way. It's a great but way to stay in shape, though. Yeah, I yeah. know. But, I mean, do you realize how many people suffer from heat stroke because they think, I'm going to go for a bike ride on a 100-degree mm-hmm. day? Yep. I'll be All careful. Right. I'll get lots of liquids, and I'll get in as soon as my workout's over. Yeah, this kind of weather gives me the liquids. Mm-hmm. That's that's what this. Mm-hmm. That's what this does to me. Uh, there's a lawsuit out there that alleges that Skittles, the rainbow candy, right. you can taste the flavors of the rainbow, is unfit for human consumption. Really? What? Well, I could have told you that. Yeah, Mars Inc. Remember we were talking about that family last week with the uh, the Mars family, how they have all this money and uh, they're never going to sell the company? Yeah. Well, they might want to. Mars Inc. is being sued for its continued use of titanium dioxide in Skittles. Oh, that's what makes it so delicious. Mm. I will not eat a candy without titanium dioxide. Mm, that's some good titanium dioxide. According to NBC News, California resident Janiel Thames is, uh, alleges that he opened a Skittles package in April that still contained heightened levels of titanium dioxide, or TiO2. Mm-hmm. You knew that, right? Sure. Insider reported that Mars Inc. agreed in 2016 to no longer use titanium dioxide and artificial colorings in its products for the next five years. Tame said he would not have purchased the candy if he had known the toxin uh, in it. According to the lawsuit, he claims the ingredients on the package are difficult to read from the contrasting color between the front and packaging. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, Steve, but uh, last year, the uh, European Food Safety Authority, I don't know if you ever saw this, but uh, you know they ruled that as a consequence of understanding uh, nanoparticles, you know, titanium dioxide could no longer be considered safe as a food additive because it could... Uh, it could cause uh, cancer due to its uh, genotoxic- t- uh, genotoxicity. What else is it in besides oh. Skittles? Is it in other stuff too? Does it say? Uh, well, I mean, I'm just I'm just shooting off the top of my head here. I have no idea, no idea what it's in. You ever see those Skittles commercials? Like how whack they are. You ever see those weird Skittles commercials? Yeah, they are kind of yeah. creepy. Maybe that's why they're all on. They're all on that they're titanium all high on dioxide. T i o two. 
Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, there's stuff. lots of stuff that's in your food that uh, you eat every day. And then once people discover it, it's like, oh my God, this horrible chemical has been in this thing for years. See, it totally. De- I, I'm, uh, I'm a little uh, not on that boat because it all depends on how delicious that food item is. Like a hot dog. Hot dogs are delicious. But yeah, how many times have you, if someone tell you, you know what's in that, don't you? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. It's probably, you know, you know, rat hairs and pig testicles and, you know, you know, the, you know, the green, the, the, the pink slime. It's oh, all yeah, in yeah. there, but it's delicious. I agree. You know, I had a yuzu soda over the weekend. A yuzu? Yuzu. What's that? Y-U-Z-U. I had to look it up. Oh. I, I went and ordered it. It was like, a, you know, it's a seltzer water. It was a yuzu seltzer water. Some like highfalutin seltzer water. Yeah, kind of. It was like the only a Perrier thing. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. It was one of those things. And it, it's it's apparently a citrus fruit from <clears throat> East Asia, the yuzu. Now, the weird part is, I had to look it up then. And I had to check all about yuzu, and apparently they use yuzu in not only sodas but also cooking in East Asia, and it's an ingredient in Doritos. No kidding. <laughs> yuzu is in Doritos. Maybe that's why they taste so good. I guess. Maybe that's the was secret ingredient. Was the soda good? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a soda from, like, I, I was reading the back of the label there, trying to, because it's all in Dutch. Some Dutch company. And, of course, you speak fluent Dutch, and so you were able to uh, translate it without a problem. I yeah. hate the yeah. Dutch. <laughs> do you? Why do you hate the Dutch? It's Michael Caine in uh, Austin Powers. Oh, right. I hate the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> there was no rhyme or reason to it. With their, he just hated the Dutch. With their wooden shoes and yeah. windmills. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, they, all these things that are in your food, yeah. you don't even know. Right. Hey, vegetables that you buy. Hey, there's really no more organic anything left because all these seeds are the same and uh, they're distributed by Monsanto. And, no, I know. You know, uh, everything's getting replaced. I don't That's think right. there's anything uh, anything good left in the world. Yeah. Look at you getting all Alex Jonesy on us. Well, you know what happens, Bax, is uh, they put that TIO2 in your Skittles, and then all of a sudden, uh, there's a pizza parlor down in Washington, D.C. where they're harboring child molesters. Mm-hmm. I see the connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like a, it's like a straight line. Sounds valid to Parallels me. Parallels are uncanny. Sure. And let me tell you what you're hearing about the sewage leak in the Connecticut River is not true. That is just to scare you from enjoying water sports like everybody else does around here. Still raw sewage in the... uh, But it's still a conspiracy. They're out to get you. (laughs) And maybe Bax doesn't actually have sewage. No. Well, no, I do. Back up in his RV unit. It's not not backed up. It's just, you know, it's just just hanging there. Waiting to be be dealt with. Dave Coombs said he met Bill Belichick. That is not true. That did not happen at all. There There were actors... That were playing the parts of Dave Coombs and Bill Belichick. Now, when you said you met uh, Bill Belichick, did you actually mean uh, 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 Fred Bolitnikoff? No, I, I wouldn't know the difference. I was a huge fan of Fred Bolitnikoff. Um, it was definitely Bill Belichick, no doubt about it. Yesterday at the memorial service for my soccer coach. So this wasn't a funeral. This was just a service. A memorial service. There was no body there or anything, no. right? No. Well, there was somebody there, and his name was Bill Belichick, but somebody else forgot to take a picture to prove to somebody else that he actually saw Bill Belichick. Can you imagine being the second most popular person at your own funeral? Yeah, I mean, you're you, the second. You're the second now. Bill Belichick shows up to your funeral. All of a sudden, you don't matter anymore. I mean, the, you know, the dearly departed should be the one we're all focused on, but all of a sudden, uh, Bill Belichick or. Uh, 
<laughs> John Madden or mm-hmm. you know Don Shula walks into the door Don and all of a sudden all eyes are on the coach. Don and, Shula. and maybe you're right. Maybe it wasn't Bill <laughs> Belichick because this version of Bill Belichick was funny as hell. Sure, he was getting laughs up on stage. Well, you keep uh, referring to him as the goat. I would have to uh, say that Vince Lombardi was the goat. I I would too. Mm-hmm. I would too. But Dis- that's me. Disagree. I think Belichick has eclipsed. The great Vince Lombardi. Not even close. Well, how many Super Bowls did Vince Lombardi win? The, the first, first one. Two. Yeah. The first, first two. First two. Yeah. So? Before that, he yeah. won like eight or nine NFL champions. Yes. Uh, championships. Well, he paved the way yes. for people like Bill Belichick. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's back when players were fat and mean, older looking, and they smoked cigarettes in between uh, quarters. Like, that's, Ra- that's, like Ray Nitschke. The great Ray Nitschke, number so, 66. Yes. So well, did Bill say he was a fan of the show? He didn't say, but I saw a certain look in his eye that suggested that he would enjoy this show. Just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sure? But he didn't really, he just said hello. That's yeah. it. Yeah, he said, hi, Dave. Shook he, my hand. He didn't say, you're Dave Coombs? I love the mass hat. No, what he did say, though, was, he said, hi, Dave. Would you please pass along congratulations to Mike Baxendale on his upcoming yeah. induction to the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of well, Fame? That's yeah. because he's not stupid. He did say yeah, that. Absolutely. He did say that. Sure he did. He listens to the radio like he listens to football plays. Like every once in a while, he has to listen to the Jets uh, play-by-play, <laughs> so he has to listen to this show. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some game film he's not real comfortable watching, but you have to watch it nevertheless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It's uh, 823. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rocking Fields Classic Rock. It's 829, and Joan Jett. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be hot. Look out. Highs in the 90s starting today, running through most of the week. Uh, that telescope that they sent out, they got the picture of the space. Yeah. You know, the, uh, with the James Webb telescope. Mm-hmm. Mm. It only has uh, 68 gigabytes on its uh, SSD card, like the memory card. Mm-hmm. And then uh, people were like, what's the deal with that? But then NASA was like, no, no, no. There's no reason to have any more than that on there. It's like to save sp- – it's like to save uh, – be- because it's not going to do anybody good with stuff on a hard drive out in the middle of space. All it does is just, like, rewrite over itself. Oh, and I then see. it sends the images back to NASA. Well, it's like, uh, you know, they don't take video because the, uh, the, the speed – uh, of the of, of video, the mm-hmm. bitrate apparently does not come back to Earth fast enough to right. really make it into video. Plus, the Jetsons vehicle is way too fast. You couldn't capture it on a video anyway. Exactly. That is uh, that is part of it. And mm-hmm. the Millennium Falcon keeps getting in the way, too. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, it photobombs space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like uh, 60 gigabytes. I mean, we got uh, computers that are like one terabyte now. Mm-hmm. I know. That are that, that basic. That's the basic sale. I, I, I think I had... Uh, <laughs> I think I had a computer that was operating Windows 95 with that kind of uh, memory. I think that only had about one gig on it. <laughs> I think it did. We well, thought, wow, that's, that's going to last me a while. So it's an efficient use of gigabytes for the folks at NASA, which makes sense. That's true. Mm-hmm. three. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. 
It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. The heavy rain was a big story yesterday, weather-wise. The high heat will be a story starting today. Some cities around Western Mass could feel as hot as 102 by daybreak on Thursday, or even higher, according to the National Weather Service. And as for today, Springfield opening emergency cooling centers across the city. That begins at 10 a.m. this morning and runs through 6 p.m. from today through Friday. Some of the centers include... The Mason Square Library Community Room, the Hungry Hill Senior Center, and the South End Community Center, along with the Raymond A. Jordan Senior Center on Roosevelt Avenue. People of Springfield got to stay cool. Got to stay cool. Cool as a cucumber. Yep. Well, Mayor Sarno did make that announcement yesterday, wanting to make sure that everyone was safe in his town. Oh, my God. It's so hot outside. How hot is it? It's so hot. Uh... I, I'm looking for jokes. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking for the. It, it's, it's so it's so hot outside. Uh, I uh, I had uh, relations with Aquaman and it didn't feel gay about it. Who should have workshopped some of these well, before we went in? What was that? <laughs> Meantime. There's an active sewage overflow problem into the Connecticut River again, according to Western Mass News. This happened last week. It's back again because of some of the heavy rains from yesterday. Western Mass News got an alert shortly before 3 p.m. about a discharge leaking into the Connecticut River near East Columbus Avenue in Springfield and also Clinton Street and by the Hall of Fame Avenue. So... No more swimming in the Connecticut River, at least for the next couple of days. According to Western Mass News, the affected communities, Springfield, West Springfield, Agawam, and Longmeadow. Stay out of the Connecticut River if you live near those areas. The people of Longmeadow never even go near that river. Really? No. Not even, not even as part of the Springfield Yacht Club that we talked about recently? Please. No? They're not dropping their yachts in the uh, Connecticut River. They're going to much classier uh, waterways. Bax, you're being inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. There's an update on that in MassLive.com this morning. They're running a story all about the Hall of Fame luncheon for that ceremony that will take place September 22nd at the Boston Marriott Quincy Hotel. Those are the details they got right. Did they get some other stuff wrong? Yeah. Oh, oh, a few a things. Few. But it's MassLive. So yeah, you got to expect that. The live ceremony is among the many live ceremonies emerging after a couple of years of cancellations because of virtual-only get-togethers as a result of COVID-19. Some of the other inductees alongside you will be Sean McDonough, the longtime ESPN award-winning former Boston Red Sox TV play-by-play announcer. Mm-hmm. So you're going in among august company, Bax. Congratulations. Well, there's a lot of... Uh... <laughs> There's a lot of people that are already in the uh, the, the the Hall of Fame that uh, you know I grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a real honor to be to be nominated. It's an honor. Uh, it's an honor to go in. Uh, it should be a, a really cool day. Looking yeah. forward to it. Me too. Congrats, man. You deserve it. Thank a- you. Thank you, Kaczynski. Thank you, Ted. Yes. Wait, no better endorsement than from our intern Kaczynski. You know that's the uh, that's the kind of approval I was hoping for. A Massachusetts state employee's been double dipping. Holding down a, a Massachusetts state employee? Mm. Only one? It says here, according to this story from MassLive.com, this particular employee holding down two state jobs at once. The jobs had overlapping hours. 
The State Ethics Commission's Enforcement Division getting involved in this case, alleging that Brooke Merkin violated conflicts of interest. Her full-time remote job for the Center for Health Information and Analysis began in January 2001 as a desk-side support person. A month later, the commission alleges Ms. Merkin took a part-time job also with the Executive Office of Technology Services and Security as a part-time service desk analyst. Can't do that. It's too bad. Can't have two jobs at once. Hey, how many jobs are we doing at once here with the radio station? Yes, but we're not two different employers. Or is it, is it the same employer? Well, oh, they're working both, they're both, both with state the state? Jobs. Yeah, they're both state jobs. Well, it, that's because it's that's the agreement we made to do with this company. Right. These days, you got to multitask. you got to wear a bunch of different hats. I don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah. Look at me. I'm doing like a million things right now. <laughs> right? Oh, we have uh, like our boss... He also does uh, landscaping and maintenance around here. Yes, mm-hmm. he does. In the wintertime, he's out there with that uh, big ice melt bucket from Rockies and a shovel. And uh, I'm like, hey, wh- what happened? And he's like, oh, I, I guess the uh, the real landscaper didn't show up. So, so then, he, it, yeah, then it's his responsibility. It's his job. They got ice melt and buckets at Rockies? Really? Well, they got good people, rock solid service at every Rocky has a hardware location. In West Springfield, town councilors voting on Monday to allow retail cannabis after four years of the industry being banned in town. There were three no votes among the town councilors in West Springfield. The guys voting no. Buzz Killington? No. (laughs) No? No. Sure it wasn't uh, Mary don't want to have a good time? No, unless there's a nickname for one of the people voting no. The people voting no in West Springfield wanted to place the issue on the ballot so it could be decided by town voters. Although doing so, according to the report on MassLive.com, would require gathering numerous signatures and the support of the public and would have taken too long. And so it's all going to be done. We're going to have legal weed in West Springfield. Well, you do it the opposite way. You legalize it and then uh, people complain about it. Then you can take it away. But now... You're uh, you're inviting the whores into town with all of these uh, retail marijuana businesses. Oh, is you, that what's going to happen? Yeah. Do you realize that there are people that enjoy regular uh, recreational marijuana that have to go as far away as Holyoke to get their weed? I know. From West Springfield. I know. I mean, you have to you have to pack luggage. You have to get accommodations. Uh, there's all kinds of. I mean, you're talking about hundreds of feet away from where you might live they're popping up all over the place too like uh, in east hampton there must be like four of them now yeah it's like uh, how do you how do you decide which one is the best who's do they all take uh, competitor coupons is there a uh, is there a triple uh, a discount they only offer uh stuff for medical patients ah that's i, I need you know what i need to be a little bit more unhealthy Folks at 22 News reporting a couple of different Connecticut stories of interest. A South Windsor woman arrested after a crash on I-91 early Saturday morning. Connecticut State Police were on the scene. The driver, 21-year-old Pearl Muzzarelli, arrested after failing a field sobriety test. She was operating under the influence of drugs. She was operating a motor vehicle with a suspended license. She was evading responsibility. And she had failure to maintain Lance. Well, Lance is quite the man. He's hard to keep under control. And if you fail you to maintain Lance, 
You're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Was that just like a uh, like a grooming issue with maintaining Lance? Sort of like uh, stray hairs and could be you know could be a multitude of things. Body odor issues could be. The second story being reported by Twenty Two News: A new Britain woman arrested after police called to a disturbance in Ellington early Sunday morning. There was a person smashing windows on several vehicles using a tire iron on Cindy Road in Ellington. That's not right. Yeah. 26-year-old Veronica Allen was also not complying with verbal directives, and she left the scene driving a black Honda Civic. As she was driving away, a trooper was hit by the open passenger side door of the Honda. Damn. The trooper was pushed to the ground and dragged a short distance. Then the woman allegedly backed into a trooper's patrol vehicle before leaving the area at a, quote, high rate of speed. You know what time it is? Bad bitch (laughs) (laughs) o'clock. Is that Veronica Uh, Allen's nickname? That's Uh, right. Bad bitch o'clock. Again. You know what time it is? Bad bitch (laughs) o'clock. Did you see the uh, mugshot of Veronica Allen, by the way? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, She's quite the the guy. Some great hair on there. And it's, a, it's sort of like a blue Rasta kind of thing going on. That's a bad bitch o'clock haircut. She was tagged with improper use of a marker plate, illegal operation without minimum insurance, disobeying the signal of an officer, unsafe backing, and interfering with an officer, among other charges. It's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah, it's thick 30. <laughs> <laughs> you... Do you like to go out at thick 30? <laughs> I'm not familiar with that time. <laughs> I like Lizzo. Lizzo's the voice of my generation. You're six months apart. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless. Oh the Mass Mutual Center is going to host Springfield's first Comic-Con convention this weekend. Saturday's Springfield Comic-Con event comes to the Mass Mutual Center just a week after the four-day Comic-Con convention drew big crowds in Hartford. This Comic-Con will be different, run by incredible conventions, whose leader, Samantha Schaefer, told this to Western Mass News about what they're going to see at Comic-Con in Springfield. And here's her clip on Western Mass News. Ghostbusters will be there, and the 501st Legion, which is like a Star Wars costuming group. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's going to be like a Star Trek costuming group. Oh, there's going to be movie cars from like uh, the Pizza Planet truck from Toy Story the Gotham Police vehicle from Batman. There you go. There's a lot what? to see. Why is it only coming out of one side of my I, head? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? You know, this is the kind of event that you expect, like, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog to show yes, up. Yes, exactly right. To uh, to mock and to ridicule those who are paying good money to enter the door. Yeah, one of the best but, examples of that is uh, the um, comic uh, or the Triumph Dog doing the thing at the, at the Star Wars convention, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, what time does it start? Is that the bitch o'clock thing again? Bad bitch o'clock. <laughs> Six thirty. <laughs> it's eight forty-four. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. Wesley, come on, we need to eat more. Be- it's classic rock. It's eight fifty. No, no. It's bad bitch o'clock. That's We're right, back, thick, Steve and Dave. It's thick thirty. On Rock and bad bitch o'clock. Hey, uh, join me <laughs> and the road crew this Friday from seven to nine for free music Fridays at the Mia uh, at the MGM Plaza. In the uh, the South End, Red Matter, formerly Terrapin, the Grateful Dead tribute band, will be performing. I'll be there. Uh, Kaczynski will be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, other people. Stop <laughs> by the Rock 102 table for your chance to win great Rock 102 prizes. And by that, I mean I have no idea what we're giving away. 
but it'll be okay. Oh, yeah. That's uh, this Friday, 7 to 9, at the Plaza at MGM with uh, me and the road crew from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Yeah, hopefully the heat wave will be over by then. Well, it's to be like through Thursday, I think. But I, I, I'm seeing other reports that it could be hot right through Saturday and Sunday. Well, what's the, uh, what's the, what is the weather on Friday? Well, I, I think it's going to be 90s pretty much the whole <clears> week. <throat> I'm going to try to wear something very warm and toasty just yeah. to just to see what happens. I'm going to do a little scientific experiment. Wear snow gear, you know. 93 and sunny mm-hmm. uh, for Friday. 93. Yeah, and 90, sunny. 93. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, by the way, Eversource is estimating there are about 500 customers without power this morning, probably due to the overload of air conditioners being used. Yeah, you don't want a brownout. Ever have a brownout? Oh, I've had a brownout before. Had nothing to do with electricity, but I've had a brownout before. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Now, I've had a blackout before. That had nothing to do with electricity either. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one of each. But uh, good stuff. Yeah, 500 Christ- uh, customers are in Springfield are without power this morning. Eversource's uh, website indicates the outage is due to equipment failure and is estimating all power will be restored within a few hours. Mm. <laughs> Not on a hot day like this, man. Yeah, a man. few hours. Well, head to the cooling centers in Springfield. There's like seven or eight of them. Nobody's. You're not gonna go to a cooling center unless you're like completely without air conditioning. Yeah. If there's hope that in a few hours that air conditioning might come back on, I guess. Remember when we were a kid? Did you guys have a pool when you were a kid? Nope. Did you? Mm, yeah, we did. Ted, did you? Yeah, yeah. I you had a pool. Of they course. Yeah. We had a pool uh, for like uh, one or two years, and then the pool collapsed, and we never had another pool. Uh-huh. So, you know, the only way to cool down in the summer is we would uh, would be hose play, mm-hmm. and oh, we'd yeah. play with a hose. That's how we would cool down. How'd That's- you find them hose? <clears throat> <laughs> That's insensitive to uh, sex workers who are working very, very hard to make people very happy. I meant hoses. Uh We'll go in the backyard, mm-hmm. crank up the hose, freeze in cold water on a wicked hot day, yeah. and that's how you cool down. Mm. That that's was all dope. you need. Yeah. It's just that's a, it. Yep. You Speak. just need to wet the whistle. That's and play with and, a hose and the rest of the stuff too. I mean, we'd play with a hose. We'd set up a sprinkler. Mm-hmm. You know, we would do that sometimes. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, you know, sometimes maybe a parent would invest in a slip and slide. Yeah, and you'd cool down. I mean, you break a couple ribs as they're putting you into the ambulance, but other than that, that was a great a great time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, pools collapsing, actually, my pool collapsed last week, actually, so we have no pool now, so... Are you talking about above-ground pools, by the way? Uh, Yeah, I have an above-ground And was yours above-ground that collapsed? Yes, it was. You mean you had an above-ground pool? Well, you don't like, it's, have it's, one it's, anymore. It's... it's I don't know. Like, there's still the implant. I just like, yeah, we have mm. a pool. So I was the <laughs> only one without a pool growing up. You guys all had pools. You yeah. rich uh, bastards. Uh, again, we had a pool in 1972 mm-hmm. and 1973. Okay. And then we moved to a new house. Mm-hmm. We had no pool and no air conditioner. So it was a it was a hot box, that house. And, wow. and uh, my bedroom was upstairs where allegedly, according to science, heat rises. Mm-hmm. So uh, my room was uh, was like a sauna. There was no cool in it. Yeah. There was no cool in that room down. I'd wake up every morning in a puddle of my own slop. Mm. No car, no pool, no pets. Not a single luxury. Mm. No, we that's had a different one, one. We had one air conditioner that was in my parents' room, and that was it. Why should they hog all the air conditioning? I don't know, because my dad thought it was a pain in the ass to put the air conditioners in the rest of the rooms. Like, we all had air conditioners at some point, but then he just got lazy and didn't want to put them in, and they had, like, the Cadillac of the air conditioners in their room. (laughs) Well, of course. (laughs) 
We had all like the little mini ones that didn't mm-hmm. really do anything. My parents not only didn't have air conditioning in the house, mm-hmm. they also didn't have air conditioning in their cars. Which, you know, uh, I'm at a certain point in my life. I don't care how bad things are going to get, you know, how destitute I might be. Mm-hmm. I will do everything I can for the rest of my life to insist upon air conditioning in every domicile yeah. and every car I own. That is uh, one thing that I, like, will never give up again. After getting it, yep, like, in my old house, finally after years, a year before I move out, I get air conditioning installed. Oh, why not? You know? Sure. And then I move to another house that doesn't have air conditioning at all. And I'm like, this is the one investment I have to have yeah. is to put the air conditioning in there. There's no way that I can live like that anymore. Yeah. I'd I, almost ra- rather not have uh, you know, uh, running water in the house than having no air conditioning. How did the settlers do it? I don't know how they did it. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Right. You know, when I went to Monticello many years ago, to, you know, look at the Thomas Jefferson's house. Mm-hmm. He had this thing that was like, uh, you know, built in the ground. And it was this big, giant thing. And they would put ice, like snow in this thing. Mm-hmm. And they would store their meat, yeah. you know, over the uh, the wintertime. Right. And it would wow. still be good for like the first part of the summer. It was like, there was like that much snow, that much ice. And it was, you know, real deep into the ground. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, in the house, you know, Thomas Jefferson. Yep. Genius. Yeah, one of the founders of our country. Country couldn't come up with someone to cool himself down in the house. They had no central air back then. No central air. That's no, crazy. Nothing. Not even those mini splits. No, but didn't have any of that stuff. No Fujitsu's in no. Monticello. No Fujitsu's. Now you're, at, you know, I mean, can you imagine living that way? Yeah, like, no, I couldn't imagine. Living phew, that man, way. we live in the greatest time in history, right? Oh yeah. We got central air. We got central perk. We got central everything. That's it. Yeah. Got central high school. Yeah. <laughs> We got Center Street in Springfield. That's yep, a nice area. That too. <laughs> it's 858 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Wings. We 